broads, today's episode is sponsored by Everlywell. Everlywell is a digital healthcare company that has developed over 30 different at-home lab tests, all available cheaper, quicker, and way more conveniently than even before. There are tests for everything from stress and sleep tests to thyroid tests to STI tests. Whatever burning questions you want to know about why you're feeling the way you're feeling, Everlywell can help you get answers. Simply order the test you want when it arrives, collect your sample following the included instructions, and mail it back using the prepaid shipping label. I just sent in my sample for the female hormone test. I'm really excited to get the results of that. Well, in just a few days, you're going to have your physician-reviewed results sent right to your phone, and you can even share them directly with your doctor if you want to discuss your next steps. It's so simple to get the answers you need thanks to the help of Everlywell. And for listeners of the show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash chatty. That's everlywell.com slash chatty for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash chatty. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, Becca, here's the deal. We're about to get into, I don't know, maybe one of the wildest episodes of this show I've ever seen. I don't feel like I saw as many people talking about it online, and I'm confused. Mm. I'm aghast. I am baffled. Mm. Um, But before that, I did want to tell you something that just happened before you came, because I just have to talk to somebody about it. Tell me. Okay. Also... Yes. Wait, real quick before I forget. Broads, we just recorded an episode with yes. Eric. I don't, if you've listened to the episode, Becca's best, best date ever. ever, ever. He's a great podcast uh, guest. Fantastic. Great. Fantastic. And we just had him and his lovely girlfriend on, and uh, that's going to come out on Tuesday. And we did relationship advice. But we also just talked about like life stuff, and it was great. Fantastic. You yeah. have to check that out on Tuesday. Anyway. So hey, good. Please, okay. Share. So before you all showed up, mm-hmm. I ordered, um, you know, some food delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say on my app, just leave it at the door. I never answer it. You know, I By don't. the way, you had in pretty insane drama with an Uber Eats person a couple months ago. So I did. I'm interested I did. to That's hear about an, this. another story. No, we don't have to get into that. We do not have to get into that. Terrifying. But I'm just wondering. I'm so curious well, about what you're about to this, say. this. Um, I always say just leave it at the door. You know, I'm not I don't answer it and like take it from the person um, because I get shy answering the door. So I said, leave it at the door. For some reason, Ashley started barking. So I just opened the door as this man was standing there dropping off. Oh, sure. He was surprised when I opened the door. Yes. Becca. This man and I normally I don't look there, but I could not fully erect. Fully erect, okay. What was he wearing? The man was wearing like, it almost looked like if Lululemons were jeans. They were like jeggings. So it was just, you couldn't not see what was going on. He was so startled by me. So I felt bad. It wasn't like he was being, you know, creepy. He just was probably, Lord knows what, in his car before dropping off my food, which is also, oh God, but then was leaving it at the door. I opened the door. We're both in shock looking at each other. He's fully erect. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Wait, 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 wait. Did, bef- how quickly did you notice that he was erect? Immediately. Because I was like, what if, he, what if he got hard from being surprised? 
Well, maybe, but like I opened the door and it was just right there and it was full, full erection. Like, like no question about it. Like no tent erection. (laughs) It was so jarring. We both were like, oh, oh God. He's like, sorry. He put the food down and like took off. And I like, like grabbed the food and slammed the door. And I was just like, what in God's name just happened? I couldn't eat my avocado toast. (laughs) My jaw is on the floor for audio listeners. I have so many questions. Like, I get it. Sometimes it happens. Y- y- it you happens. Know, Maybe you're watching you porn can't... while you're driving on the freeway, which you shouldn't be doing. You shouldn't but... be doing that. You know, it's but, not but, but, safe. But, but, but don't you think you would wait it out in your car? I mean, maybe he had another delivery that he had to jump to really quickly. Maybe it's, he just couldn't That's control it. That's such a risk. That's such a risk. It's such because a risk. also it's a bit of a walk up to your door. Yes, it like, is. You have to walk up. Like, he maintained that, I guess. Unless the walk jostled also, some things in his jeggings. <laughs> like, what? Yes. What the hell? Uh-huh. Also, I was telling my sister as I was walking up, it sounds like they're taking down the Berlin Wall across yeah, the street. Yeah, also apologies for the they're unbelievable... They're literally just like wood chipping or something. They, uh, Of course, it's it's always ever on a day that we podcast. Always. That's only when it happens. Obviously. And they are the, um, the uh, whatchamacallit, the cemetery. They're doing a full like reconstruction with all these trees and they're just chopping oh, down trees. That they're like exhuming bodies. Well, I'm saying, you know, maybe the bodies are at rest, but like you're going to mess with the trees. <laughs> For real. I'm about to have 75 more spirits but in my the trees, house. It literally sounds like they're demolishing a three foot thick, like concrete wall out there. Yeah. When I was walking up, I couldn't even hear my sister no, on the phone. It's madness. Okay. So now I'm going to have so many more spirits in my house. Also, we had confirmation from Lee producer oh, yeah. slash um slash video editor of this podcast we love you lee shout out um that when he was in like about a year ago when he was in the house and we were recording in here he had been sitting at the table and one of ember's toys like moved across the the table so he's also seen the spiritual activity anywho what the fuck so that's just a way to start what the fuck a wild way to start a wild episode <laughs> my- i just needed to share it with you Dude. I had to get it off my chest. I mean, that's just ew. But also, oh my god! I know. I it, it was so many emotions. So many emotions. I was like, oh my god, no! But then also, I felt bad because, because he was he was he wasn't trying to come up on you. With no, his he was very. He, I could tell he was very uh, distraught and like ran away. <laughs> it was an unfortunate circumstance. So, anywho, that's that. <laughs> Cheers! Cheers! Wow. Wow. So you want to get into this episode? Yeah. How was your wedding weekend though? I just want to hear real quick. Super fun. Wedding weekend was so much fun. So fun. We had an amazing time. What did you guys do the rest of the weekend? Just chilled? Because it was like on Friday. We spent some wonderful quality time with Ember. We were just like at the beach 24-7. It was a wonderful family weekend. We had so much fun. And the wedding was amazing. It was beautiful. We danced our faces off. Definitely, there were some broads there. Shout out to to you, broads, who I hung out with. It was I've been great. a couple broads the last week, which is like sort of unusual. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of broads around. Right? Recently. Are we just going out more? Or Maybe like, that might be what it is. Because like I saw one, some, met someone at the farmers market yesterday, and then on the weekend I was at a party, and this girl was like, and I knew because she was like looking. You can always tell when someone's like looking. But also, you know, you were on the Bachelor. Everyone always says it's chatty broads. 
love that. That's the funny thing. Like yeah. everyone's always like, no one's his bachelor anymore. Ever. Well, sometimes if they're like, were you on the bachelor? Like some, sometimes it's like that, you know, sure. the bathroom question. Yeah. We, washing hands. They're like, because sometimes people familiar. give a look where they're like, did we go to high school together? It's like that kind of thing. Yes. And then they're like, wait, were you on the bachelor? Um, Cause it's been a long enough time now where they don't really remember. Mm-hmm. And I have blonde hair, but anyway, yeah, no, everyone I get now is pretty much chatty broads. Love that. Love it. Love you broads. Anyway. Uh, okay. This episode. Okay. There is a lot to talk about with this episode. Um, I think once again, we were we were saying before starting, we should break it down lady by lady. Yes. And we think we're going to save Rachel for the second half because... <laughs> I would pretty much also was the second half of the episode. Yeah. Also, to save the crescendo for the... Towards the end of this episode because... Oh, my God. Okay. There's just so much. <laughs> so much. Okay. I'm, so... sh- I'm shaking. I thought I was mad last episode. Let's start with Gabby. Okay. So with Gabby, I mean, first, when we start out with Gabby, we start out with the conversation with Hayden, obviously, who's talking to all the, uh, the other guys at the mansion. This is one of the first things we see in the episode. Correct. Also, he was saying, okay, I was like, you know, trying to be like, all right, all right. I heard what he was saying of like, she was calling herself rough around the edges. And then I repeated it. I was like, okay, I can sort of see that. Still don't think it was cool. I was also thinking about the morality comment he made too, where he's sure. like, I have the same morals as, like I'm looking for someone with the same morals as me, where you're like, what? <laughs> Speaking yeah. of morals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he was talking about the... Uh, I was, yeah, I was just kind of like, okay, you know, I'm kind of like plodding along. Like eh, I wasn't liking you know. it, but I was like, maybe there's things we didn't see. Yeah, yeah, I get it. And then it took a turn. And then it took a turn, my friend. Um, One thing that was just like... And, and it wasn't even like one of the most intense things that he said, but one thing where I was like, whoa, he was talking about his ex and he was like, neither of these... I don't know if he said girls or bitches in this point. Let's even just say girls. Neither of these girls can hold a candle to her. I was like, when he said that even, it wasn't even like a necessarily mean thing, but I was just like, wait, what? You're on this show. What are you talking about? What do you mean that neither of them can hold a candle to your ex? Why are you here? Also, you you're, you're on camera. You're also talking to all the other guys who are competing for them. Right. And the way that he was angled, by the way, they when he oh, made that, that comment, been a producer one. it might have been a producer, but yeah, you're yeah. still on camera saying that. Yeah, and... I just I just pictured I just pictured his ex back at home watching. You know how we always joke when oh, they yeah. have the one on ones oh, yeah. and the guys like oh, yeah. I've never oh, yeah, had a yeah, love yeah, like this before. Like this and the ex is at home. We're like, what? Yeah, this guy, his ex, She's is at home there, like, like drinking a beer. Thank you like, very that's much. Right, give credit where credit is due, bitch. Yeah. No, I mean that was that was just odd to me. And then yeah, he said, and then he just started calling them bitches, and then things devolved. I'm sure you have the quotes. He. He said, my dumbass uses the same verbiage to describe her. Um, but then she didn't fucking like that. Well, bitch, maybe you shouldn't use that fucking word to describe yourself. And at this point, I have... Also, I'm pissed because he keeps saying word. It's not word. It's a phrase. Right? Kept getting annoyed about that. First of all, like, it's a phrase. Word? It's not a word. It's a collection of words. My, my, I was physically laying prostrate, <laughs> prostrate before the Lord when he said that. I could not believe that this was being said in front of people with a camera on you. Yeah. Like, you just casually called a woman a bitch. Yeah. Like, so, and that was what rattled me deep in my core. Yeah. Was the constant 
term bitch being thrown around talking about a woman so loosely. Yeah. It wasn't even like, I mean, don't get me wrong. If he would have said it in an angry way, that would have been horrifying. Uh-huh. But the the way in which it was thrown around so casually uh-huh. was so jarring and upsetting uh-huh. to me. Uh-huh. I, I was just, I was in complete shock. That one didn't really actually jar me as much as when he was saying like the, the these bitches. That was like a different, for some reason he said like, well then maybe, bi-, like that one I was still like, ew, but it was even more jarring when he then said, what was that? It was, we said? saw it later in the episode, yeah. which by the way, the editing where they didn't give us everything yeah. was like a 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> like the editing yes. where you're like, okay, wow, you're really saving this yes. for the end. Yes. You're going to shock us yes. again. Yes. Where he then <laughs> threw that in, in the end where he then was yeah referring to his ex and he's like, you know, none of these bitches can compare or something like that. Okay. I'll, I have the exact verbiage, okay. I think later in my notes. Okay. But yes. And then referring to them both again. Yeah, that was... A lot. I don't want to jump ahead, but all I could think about was being Gabby and Rachel watching this episode. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, seeing the confirmation of what Meatball said. Okay, I did not expect the pivot of, like, Meatball becoming, like, one of my faves. Dude, it is, this is a Meatball revelation. Like, this is a revolution he of Meatball. He actually seems like a cool guy. He like, seems awesome. I thought he was going to be annoying and obnoxious and snitchy, but, like, it no. actually didn't even bother me the way he went about it. First of all, he went about it beautifully. And also, he was talking in interviews, like, it wasn't even just like, I'm going to go tell the girls. No. Wrong reasons. Like, in the interviews, he was just like, dude, this isn't right. Like, he shouldn't be talking about them like this. Also, and that was, like, really cute. Also, it didn't seem like he ran to the other guys. It seemed like, because I feel like you would have seen all the guys talking about, did you hear that he said this? Yeah. Meatball went straight, straight to Rachel. Yeah. And he wasn't like, guess what? Yeah. He was so... The way he like delivered it was so calm. Yeah. And then I felt like he I felt like he was actually looking out for them, which normally I don't get that vibe. This was this was one of the rare examples where there is information delivered and it was pure. Also, thank goodness he delivered it, because if I would have been one of the women and found out no one told me that this guy was saying this. I was shocked more people weren't rallying against Hayden. I was kind of like. Like, that's normally something that we see. And that was a little bizarre. Like, but, you know, I I, I was like, eh, about it. But I also did see the guys in interviews and on the side just being like, bro, what's up with that? You know, like, and I, and I do kind of appreciate a man who's just sort of like, all right, bro. And just kind of like stays in their lane. Because like so in the past seasons, Aaron, for example, these guys were just like, <laughs> we got to gamble after season. Like, it's so much more hey, about. bro. What yeah, did you exactly. say, bro? <laughs> it's so much more about their bromance and like proving themselves in this machismo way than it mm-hmm. is about the other girls. And I did feel like the way Meatball presented it to the girls was cool. And I did feel like the other guys just being like, all right, dude. And just kind of mm-hmm. like. Meatball is one healthy meatball. Yeah. Also, but I, I, th- was I thought it said something about the other guys. Like, a I, thousand I, you know, percent. I felt like they were just like, okay, you, and then just kind of like, we're like, whatever, I'm going to stay in my lane, which I did appreciate in a certain way, even though I, you know. I believe that there are so many quality men on this season. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so Me transparent too. in the way that the the lack of, I mean, there's these, there is a couple of these characters that are so sketch, but then, like, exactly like with what you're saying the way that everything else is being handled there's I'm not no seeing, drama i'm not seeing bullying dynamics no. too which like i said with the aaron crew it's always kind of like dude we're off five dudes against you loser yes. like and that's 
usually pretty gross. Yes. And I don't like that. I don't get that energy. No, there's not like the house. Obviously, they've added the Team Rachel, Team Gabby dynamic. <laughs> nice work, ABC. But like the men themselves do not seem to be having like where they, I feel like they normally tear off and they have their crews in the totally. house. Totally. No, it doesn't seem clicky. No. And I like that. I think it says a lot about all of them. And I don't feel like they're being overly broy. Like, obviously, Rachel's annoyed when they're all... But, like, I have to I have things to I say about, about that, that, obviously. Too, yeah. But I don't know. They don't seem overly broy with each other. And they don't seem, like, overly clicky or, like, they're ready to attack someone. So I really like that. I fully agree. Also, I was alive when Hayden and Nate were in the kitchen. And Hayden was like, well, I just said she was rough around oh, the yeah. edges. And Nate goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, totally. dude, no. But he didn't make a drama out of it no, and go exactly. around and tell everybody, like, guess exactly. what Hayden said. Exactly. He just said to his face, he's like, no, dude, that's not, that's not it, my guy. <laughs> like, love no. that. Love that. Just being like, Loved yeah, it. I could see why she was upset. And then just like going off and doing your own thing, you know? By the way, speaking of Nate, you know yeah. how you and I had this like fantasy moment uh, a couple episodes ago where we're like, ABC better do a dual bachelor if they're going to do bachelorette oh yeah and we were like imagine if it was like i don't know nate and tino if they became best friends are they besties well guess what are they besties? girl <laughs> guess what girl i know we're not seeing it on this season but nate posted a photo on his instagram of like tino on a knee proposing and they're like and he asked a question to something like you know are we gonna run away something about them being like like loving each other and then tino reposted it my mature bromance can you imagine nate and tino i'd love it oh my god oh my god might have to recap it <laughs> you're like uh-oh <laughs> so good gray and i were actually talking about we're like maybe we'll revive the patreon just to do our live watching again because like experience. our comments are just uh, yeah maybe maybe we'll do i don't know i would watch tino and nate Girl, it's being teed up for Tino. It's being gonna, teed up for Tino. And I feel like if, if, if Nate's not the choice and if Tino's not the choice, they're both being teed up. I would love. Would love. I love both of them. I really do. I'm I, obsessed I, with I, both I have of them. a lot of guys that I'm not even being like silly or dumb obsessed about. You know, like I have a lot of guys that I like on this season. Oh, truly. Truly, really and like. I have to say it has made it a more enjoyable experience because like, I, I don't know, a lot of guys when Gray and I are watching, we're both just like... Aw, dude. Okay, so let's get into it. All right, okay. so Hayden is being terrible. Hayden yes. was terrible. Yes. Um. Okay, when they were talking about Paris, by the way, and they said we're flying to Paris for the dates, did you also think they were going to, like, Vegas, Paris for the first couple <laughs> single dates? I did not. Okay. I, because of the clips, I knew it was Paris. Oh. All I was thinking about is, oh, they're going to Paris, and they're going to be on a boat. Are they reliving your season? Oh. I was getting mad nostalgia. On I this bet episode. you were. I was thinking about you the whole time. I was like, the Moulin Rouge will I always was... be yours, my queen. <laughs> Trust me, that came up when we were watching. I was like, remember when I won the group date? I got to perform at the Moulin Rouge. I'm sorry. That was it's so legendary. So um, legendary. Oh, it, yeah. I actually got like really, I got very nostalgic for. The bachelor thing in Paris. That was a that was a fun that was a fun time, but um, and that was like right before the Italy things really got shitty. But Paris was still like this is so magical. Um, I want to make note of the fact that I saw a lot of people listen. Am I a Jesse Palmer fan? No, but 
I saw a lot of people clowning on Jesse Palmer for speaking French. Like, oh, enough. Jo- I was like, props. I was like, I'm sorry. I was You've got this talent show. I'm like, off, this man King. is flexing. <laughs> show it I off, feel like King. his accent was fantastic. He, he was great. He was speaking paragraphs. I was like, when he did the the boxing ring then, and he had the thing, and he was like speaking in French to like. I show was like, off, that, I was, I mean, I'm like, okay, JP, Me we too. see you. I felt the same way. I liked him better in that moment than any other time. Me too. And I was like, look at him. He knows the second language, and he's taking the opportunity proudly. Yes. What if he learned it? Speak it. What if he's so committed to his new position that he learned it just like, for that? No, that's what I was wondering. It just but I'm like, those are too co- good. Those really, all very complex like sentences and like you said, paragraphs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gave him props. I, I applauded him. Me too. Um, okay, so yeah, no, I thought when they were doing their one, I thought they were going to real Paris, but then I was like, are they just? They're saying they're going to fly right now to their one on ones. They're fully they, they must be flying to Vegas, flying an hour, you know, yeah. into Nevada. But then they were actually in Paris. I was they like, wow, wow, wow. It was fantastic. Okay, so first of all, I was like just really jealous about the one on one dates too. It was like also the part I'm skipping ahead when they met up and had their little cute double date moment at the Loved. cafe. I was like, this is so fun, Loved. like so fun, and like trying, yeah, trying on the hats and like all that stuff. It was just, it was a good, okay, it was, it was a good time. It was ro- it was pure romance. It was like a movie. It yeah. was pure romance. Both, Both of them, of them. were just like, yeah, I loved it. It was really, I was very jealous. I, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so like, I was like, Grayson, where are we going? When are we going? To I Paris? know. I kept looking at Evan and I was like, remember when we traveled before? Like, it was yeah. just so. It seemed so fun. Okay, so. At Jason, at first, I was like, okay, he's a little too quiet. It made me anxious. Remember when she said that part where she was like, I have a picture with 10 of my girlfriends and mm-hmm. we were all standing in front of the Eiffel Tower made, wearing matching shirts. It was so fun. And then he goes, yeah? And she's like, yeah. And then it was silence. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <sighs> I was like, just like, I was like, no. Pure panic. I can't handle this. I can't handle this. I was getting starting to panic about that. Uh-huh. But then, of course, we turned it around and it, I... I'm obsessed with him. I would like to make Jason, I don't know if you're listening, a public apology because the week you were gone and Evan and I recapped, uh-huh. I was like, both of the girls were like, I want to spend time with Jason. And I made some comment about like, he seems like he's just, I don't get it. Bland. Boring, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's going weird. on. Like, obviously he's super attractive. But it was like, really weird at first. Honest, I just was like, I don't know. One. I don't get what everyone's like. Why for. are they so into this guy? Jason? I will marry you. Please marry me. He is so sweet. I was, Gray and I were smiling so big. And what I really appreciated about him, so obviously they have their little fun date. I didn't really have anything to note of their little fun date personally. Um, with But then, of course, for their dinner. I just felt like, okay. I'm kind of jumping around, but I did feel like to compare to Rachel and Tino's nighttime date, I did like it. But sometimes like like I was watching Tino and I I really I really like him a lot. But sometimes like you can just see in a person's eyes, even if they're trying really hard to pay attention, that they're sort of like like they're trying to Mm -hmm. pay attention. You know, I do it all the time. I'm like really trying to listen to what they're saying. I'm maybe getting a little distracted you know, and I'm, yeah. but I'm, I'm you're trying thinking, to be present. You're thinking about what you're going to say next yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to be present. What I really appreciated about Jason is I felt like he was fully present, like listening and hanging on to like her every word, not in a annoying puppy dog way, but just like, I just felt like they were both connecting, feeling what the other person was saying, 
digesting it, understanding it, and just really connecting with with the other person in a really genuine, pure way. He is such a beautiful human being. Yeah, like everything about he's him. So sweet. Is just he's so pure pure and he's so like again at first like his energy we're like what's going on and then when you hear he's just not a cameras in your face type of guy i okay i couldn't i just i could not stop asking myself this though how on earth did he get cast well i wonder this first of all i would not be surprised if he was the type of guy who his friends all nominated him for but then maybe maybe when he was maybe when he was getting cast it was so clear that he is the type of person who Rachel was looking for. Maybe in her description, it was like, or sorry, Gabby, excuse yeah. me. Uh, the That maybe it was so obvious that like, this is the type of guy that she wants, that they cast him. I just felt like you put that man in, in what they do, which is an empty room with a camera and sit him down in front of it. How did he say anything? Maybe they thought it was like a pretty <sighs> face who's going to leave sure. night one or two. Yeah, I don't know. It was, I felt like when I was watching them that it was the universe that brought them together. It was really sweet. I really, yeah, I felt like it was, it, yeah, it was real like, love for sure. Like you said, maybe like, you know, how how was someone who gets, you know, overwhelmed by all the cameras and is shy get in this in this situation? And I go, maybe sometimes it's just fate and they were supposed to meet. That's what I literally felt like watching it. It was like I kept comparing it to her date with Eric, where she was obviously opening up about her mom and how, you know, we we said like, OK, Eric, he was he listened. He didn't do it. You know, it wasn't like, oh, exactly what I would have hoped for if I was on her side. But he was there. But the way in which she was talking to Jason versus when she was talking to Eric there was this moment. Oh my God. It was like she was so powerful. She was really well. She really trusted Jason. Is yes. what it was. She felt really trusting, being vulnerable with him, and opening up. And like she, she just felt. Gray and I were saying felt super safe in that moment with him. Super safe. She was just. She was in her. Like I felt like she was in this moment. She was safe. She was in her power with him. Like he's the type of person who he's so there and so present, and was ingesting everything she was saying, really ingesting it. And I felt like their dynamic, I'm like, as much as I'm so obsessed with Nate, yeah. I'm like, this is your person. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. feel like you just found your person. Let's continue on first. Let's take a quick pause for our sponsors. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm I'm too wrapped <laughs> no, up in Jason right up now. I'm, I'm wrapped up in their love. I'm wrapped up in Jason's eyes. I can't help it. Okay, brats. I genuinely feel like almost every person I know that is on birth control or has been on birth control at some point has at one point the exact same feelings about their experience with it. It can be confusing and it can be pretty inconvenient, but it doesn't have to be. I wish I had known about Favor sooner, but now that we do, friend to friend, let us help you out. The service you know and love as the Pill Club is now called Favor. Mm -hmm. With over 4,000 five-star reviews, Favor carries over 120 FDA-approved brands. They ship to all 50 states. Most brands of birth control are actually free with insurance or Medicaid, and otherwise price start as low as $6.99 per pack without insurance. Mm-hmm. And Favor delivers birth control to your door for free. Comes in discre- discrete packaging and you get little other self-care extras. And if you want to get on birth control for the first time, the team at Favor is there to walk you through the entire bro- process, which like 
Jess mentioned, it can be a little confusing, but they're there for you. Or maybe you've been on the same birth control for forever, but are looking for something new. Again, the dedicated team at Favor is just a text away to give you all your options, answer any questions you may have. You're going to feel supported and cared for from start to finish. And right now, when you go to heyfavor.com slash chatty, Favor is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's H-E-Y-F-A-V-O-R dot com slash chatty. That's where you can get your first birth control care package. And you can also donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember, go to heyfavor.com slash chatty. And you have to use that link for a donation to be made. So making your living space complete is really all about the small little finishing touches, if you ask me. Those little things that make your home extra special, that blanket you have that you cozy up on the couch with, the mug you always have your morning coffee in, the candle that reminds you of a spring afternoon. For those extra special touches, I like to go browse the Jenny Kane website. They've always got just what I'm looking for for every space in my house. If you had to think of the most clean California-inspired interior style, that is Jenny Kane and nutshell they're all about modern textures clean finishes and natural materials like wood from the pacific northwest suntanned leathers and rustic linens all used in classic cozy shapes that make any room feel welcoming and timeless and from small accents that tie together any space to large furniture pieces that become the focal point jenny kane really has whatever your space might need to enter into the fall season i personally have had my eye on the brentwood boucle chair for forever i cannot Mm. wait until the day it is mine okay it quite literally is the chair of my dreams luxurious chic timeless i could go on for forever uh if you love jenny kane as much as we do Check out their new Jenny Kane Home Membership, which allows you access to insider-only perks for just $150 annually. Plus, you'll get special discounts on furniture. Get 20% off all furniture and home decor, free shipping on furniture, early product access, and much more with the JKH membership. Join JennyKane.com slash membership or get, go to JennyKane.com slash home to create the space you're never going to want to leave. Now that's spelled J-E-N-N-I... K-A-Y-N-E dot com slash home. So, yeah, I mean, Jason was incredible. Also, I mean, shout out for this conversation where he's talking about going to therapy, inner child work. I know. When when she brought up Hayden and she called Hayden a punk ass bitch, first of all, my heart was just on fire for her. But then when he was just listening to her and then he said he doesn't deserve for you to open up to him. Those are his issues he's projecting on you. I'm like. Yeah, I know. That was really, really sweet. Wise, I just lo- beautiful. I love the the moments between them for sure. It was just really, yeah, it was just really sweet. Mm-hmm. What is the, what else is there to say about it? It was perfect. Yeah, I I, perfect. I felt like the yeah, like you. I mean, you ba- you basically already said it. Like the way she was able to open up about the situation and her mom and everything was like worlds away from Eric. It felt sort of obligatory with that, but like with him you could tell she felt super safe mm-hmm. felt super seen felt comfortable just really opening up to him and and you could see that in return he felt the same with her and it was really sweet yeah. um i don't know people were dming me saying something like oh, i, I want to hear your thoughts on like jason's monologue about like quitting tennis and stuff i don't know I, I i don't know if people were like clowning on him for being random with this monologue or something like i didn't i'm not really sure what people were getting at with that but like i i don't know it just i felt like he was just talking about his life i didn't feel like there was yeah. literally anything weird about I mean, what he said when he was first 
talking, I felt like it was a little scattered. Yeah, but sure. I mean, he's nervous, and he—that's what he was sharing. He was saying, "Like I've been so overwhelmed." I'm I mean, not isn't used that how this. normal people talk? Like normal people sometimes they say shit that like doesn't really make sense, yeah. or like doesn't really. You're like, "Why are you telling me about the tennis thing?" But like that's and kind I, of normal. I got what he was saying. Yeah, too. it was just a me little too. scattered. Yeah, and. Yeah, I mean, I and I monologue. I, I the man hadn't spoken at all. What is, he, the Barack man <laughs> what is he, Barack Obama? What are you expecting him to come out with like this perfect, like perfectly worded speech? Like I don't. I'm also like he hasn't spoken most of the episode, so like let him have a couple sentences. Yeah, to talk I, don't a little monologue. Were, I don't know if they were. I mean, I guess it was a monologue. I don't know if they were saying that it, that in a bad way or like yeah, I don't know. I got like a couple messages and I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what the vibe with the DMs if they were if people were sort of like. I don't know. I, was, I, I didn't understand that. I have nothing but love for him. Yeah. And now it all makes sense to me why the man was private up until like three days ago. He's like he said, he's a private, sensitive guy. Totally. He probably is very overwhelmed with the idea of making his Instagram not private and all these people like coming into his space. I couldn't help but think, though, that... Um, He's so sweet, but this selfish part of me was like, oh, my God, he would be really hard to bring to a party. Oh, for sure. I wonder, though, too. Um, like maybe it's a camera thing. If it's a camera thing. But, you know, those, oh. yeah. I've even I've even I, I dated a guy like that who had loved him, still adore him. But sometimes you would like you bring him into party of people and he's like, right. So quiet. But That's not a deal breaker for me, but like to be hard. like Gabby so sparkly that it's like that's those parties are her moments. And he's like there to be yeah, her he support. I know, but sometimes it's hard because you just feel like you ever dated someone like that or no? No. It's kind of hard. Wait. It's kind of it's kind of rough because you 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 they feel uncomfortable and you're like aware that they're yeah. uncomfortable and you are having sparkly fun, but they're uncomfortable and you're aware of that and there's you're kind of trying to bring them into the conversation. Yeah. No, I understand. It's kind of hard. I can see that. I can see that. But. Well, that's a small part of the relationship, right? He's sweet. He's a sweetie. Him. That was the only thing that I could bring up where I was like, oh, he I think he would be hard to bring to parties. Yeah. And mingle with a lot of strangers. Well, we'll see. Something I enjoy doing. We'll see but. if she is bringing him to parties. <sighs> we'll see. Do you think um, so? Do you think he goes all the way? Yeah, I think that's her guy. You think that's her man? Yeah, I think that's her man. I think she found her man. So who do you think is her runner up? Nate. Nate. Bachelor. Bachelor. Tino. Runner up, bachelor. Yes, that's what I think. Um, that's what I think. I'm here for that. I'm fully here for that. <laughs> I am. So, me, me too. Okay, so I mean, the only other thing—am I wrong when I say the only really other thing with Gabby was her group date? Yeah, I mean, her group date, and then I guess there was that, there was moments that you saw towards the end, uh, right before who, the rose ceremony. And, where, and what's his name? One like. They had uh, the 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 Italian guy. I think he's Italian. Oh, Spencer. Yeah, yeah, Spencer. They had the boxing date. Um, she had her moments where Nate, you know, gave the beautiful. Oh yes, speech. I know. Yes, so wonderful. Just continues yep. to be more wonderful. Um, and yeah, then he's good with words. It's, it's funny. Yeah, so good. And then um, and then he then they had a moment before the rose ceremony where it's all kind of overshadowed cutesy. by Jason. Yeah. But that was a cute moment. Yeah, he's like, I want to see you more, whatever. That was cute. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, Spencer won. So I think he got the one-on-one. He got the one-on-one, -on -one, which, time. by the way, I feel bad for Spencer because he got about two minutes of screen time <laughs> because of all the other drama going on. We didn't get to yeah. see him or know him no, at all. Much. At all. Um, only thing is that I don't think I wrote down, and I am just kind of jumping ahead, but who did Gabby send home? 
Gabby sent home Quincy and Kirk. Okay. <laughs> Pastor Kirk. Which, by the way, I was dying because, you know, some of the guys, you know, when they get kicked off, they post their thing on Instagram, their goodbye. And a lot of the guys were like, you know, thank you so much sure. for this opportunity. And Kirk's made me laugh because his was, if you don't read anything further, just read this. No matter the hardships or struggles during going on, God is good. He has a plan for you and a purpose for your life. Pastor Kirk. I was like, he is Pastor Kirk. We were right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe Called you are a football again. coach, but we're right. You are Pastor Kirk. Mm -hmm. He was a, he was a nice God, guy. we are good face readers. <sighs> So good. <laughs> we are really good face readers. Um, we saw that come out. That's pretty much it for Gabby. That's pretty much it for Gabby. I mean, literally, it was again. And here's the thing about Rachel. the sweet romance moments. It's like, what else can we say about her and Jason? You know, nothing I mean, else was, to comment on. It was sweet. It was they connected. Fantastic. It, was, it was cute. Um, I'm sure it's going to probably be a little more equal with screen time as the episodes continue. Um, I also. Now going into Rachel, uh, believe that we're getting more screen time from Rachel because the producers, uh, obviously you could see in the first couple weeks, were testing who the, react the torture could be more effective on. Yes, and it's very... <laughs> and it's happening more with Rachel. And I want to say this again and again. I don't care how many times, obviously... They kept saying, we're not going to pit the women against each other when everyone was going, are you seriously going to do two bachelorettes? It is so clear that they are doing everything in their power. I, yeah. And and I kind and of feel- And even editing wise. And, I, and now that you're saying it, like, I and I just thought of it right now, like, yeah, I feel like it kind of sucks. I felt like it was kind of meant for, like, Gabby to come out, like, the favorite of, like, the- of the two bachelorettes after this season. I know. And it's sort of making her look, trying to make Rachel look a little ridiculous and like unhinged. Well, they're showing these ITMs of Rachel. It's kind of like a Claire moment, you know, like how Claire was kind of crazy. They kind of wanted to make her look crazy and then like send her home early. Cause I still wonder if Rachel, they're still trying to like get Rachel to go home. I wonder if they're trying to get her to quit. I didn't you know really what, thought B? about that. They might be, if I was Rachel, I would, I'm out. I'm, I would have quit. I really would have. I'd be like, after the rose ceremony situation where, you know, the producers were like, Hey, you need, like, you should put these certain people on your list. And you know that they knew that they were going to say no to her. I'd be like, dude, I'm, I'm just, no, I, I'm not, I'm not doing this. When she said in her ITMs and my heart broke for her when she said, I feel so much like less, I feel way more powerless and insecure as the bachelorette than I did on Clayton's season. Uh, like they're doing everything in their power to try to break her. Uh, because when those men didn't come up, we can talk about it. When those men did not go and speak to her, I mean, I'm convinced that they were encouraged not to or didn't think oh, they could. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. And it's what well, it was so funny to me and I like typed this out on my Instagram story and then I deleted it because I was like, oh, this is just going to come off as mean, but I wasn't trying to m make it mean towards Logan. I was like, it's kind of funny how like Logan thinks both women are into him, but Logan's literally just being used as a pawn by producers to torture Rachel. Correct. Like, it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, have we, wait a second. Quick question. Have we never seen on this franchise when one of the contestants is allowed to go have a private moment to tell 
delete something? Do you think that it's not intentional that they are not letting Logan have a moment that they're forcing? Oh, 100%. I mean, they're not letting him go talk to either Gabby or Rachel to string on this. And let's be real. Like Rachel might not even be that into him and might have even been considering sending him home. And they might totally. have been like, let's keep him on. I see something in the way, you know, like I said, how producers will do it. I see something in the way that he looks at you. Like, I think there could be something there. Oh, Becca. Setting it up. Oh, Becca. Setting it up, oh, dude. God. They might be trying to make her quit, trying to make her go quit or like force her off early. It's pretty fucked up. And I have to say, I'm always like an underdog type person. Like, I got to say, I'm rooting for Rachel. Like, rude, of I, course. I love Gabby, but she's, but the thing is, it's like, she's so obviously likable and enjoyed by like pretty much everyone watching. I mean, and is I there anyone help. more charming? Yeah, I can't help. She's the most charming human being on the planet. With Rachel, I just can't help being like easy there. Maybe third most charming person on the planet. Okay. <laughs> Know your worth, Queen. Once again, she said the, another on our po- episode on Tuesday. She said another podcast was the greatest Bachelor show of all time. I was, I was, I was aghast. I was, I, can't, I was shocked. I, you know, I know my worth. I was, uh, and I and I'm confident in my worth. <laughs> I can't always be the top. <laughs> but yeah, no, with Rachel, I just can't help but be like. I can't help but be like, I like her. And and when she was like being all unhinged, I mean, it's I have to say it also is some classic bachelorness that I can't help but kind of I can't help but love those moments when someone does just kind of totally take the bait. Because my God, poor thing has taken every bait that they're throwing her way. Well, did you see her Instagram post the other day? No. Okay. She posted a photo with the rose. With the rose. Really traumatizing. Oh, I don't know. I thought that was, for some reason, maybe I forgot. For some reason, I thought it was Gabby, but I guess it was it Rachel. It was Rachel. And she, in the tiniest, tiniest little I know, writing, text wrote literally traumatizing Instagram story. next to a rose. That is her being like, help, please see what's going on, everyone. SOS. It's also got to kind of got to be hard because like as and I've experienced this on the show before when you're having like a really good experience with producers and like the guys and everything. It's really hard to not be like, okay, but like like Gabby has virtually not had any bad experiences with the producers aside from last week. She had the rough go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what it seems you're, like, right? Yeah, you're like, it seems like, They're testing both of them. So I they, agree. They're testing Gabby. See who takes the bait they more. Do the, what they did with Gabby, the exact same thing they did with Rachel on the date. They put Gabby in the house. All the men ignore her. By the way, when I said, you know, when I said about Gabby, I was like, oh, I respect her. Like she, when she said like, oh, no, don't address it, Rachel. Like whatever about the guys, about, about like what Hayden and them had said when they rejected her. The producer's like, no, we want exactly. her to address it. Exactly. Uh-huh. And that, I think, was not only a moment where I was like, oh, good for her. But that also was a defining moment for producers where they're like, whoa, she's not going to go for the drama. She's not going to confront them. She's literally just walking away to cool down to her room. That's not where TV is made, my friend. Correct. It is in the meltdown. So they put her, they put Gabby last week in the house. None of the men acknowledge her. She's upset. She has a meltdown, right? Understandably yeah, so. Sure. But then she continues with her on day with, with Eric, show. and then she gets does, and she doesn't she doesn't give any roses out on yeah, then yeah, on the yeah. group date after getting slammed. She and also then, doesn't make any like we said no explanation with the roses. She's like, no, I'm not giving one out. So nope. there wasn't even any drama there. And she continues on. They test it now this week with Rachel. 
And they, they tested she, it last week. And with they Rachel tested too. last week. Rachel was ready to go in and throw hands for Gabby, so they Correct. know that she's Correct. ready to be reactive, yes. right? And like ready to get in there. And it's just like. So now oh. they're like, okay, we'll do our we'll do our peaceful love story over here with Gabby, and we'll just have our total meltdown reality TV moments over here with Rachel. Perfect. But, but don't worry, guys, because we're not pitting them against each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have the level of credit that I I like. I've I've said this already ten times, but the level of credit I give to both of them is so massive to remain like present for each other and not like take it out on the other one. It would be so hard to not feel so insecure and jealous in this process and just stay like good with the other, with the other lead when you feel like you're just Rachel got jealous this episode, but she didn't take it out on Gabby, but she was freaking jealous. So first let's talk about her date with Tina though. Cause um their date was super cute and and i do and you know what tino to me and i accidentally on my instagram story the other night called him tyler because gray and i keep calling him like tyler c 2.0 like (laughs) he is tyler Tyler. yeah but tyler's a freaking dingbat dude like (laughs) he is let's be real like he is i really think tino's a catch like i think tino i think is really just like He's a sweetheart. You can tell he cares. He's very gentleman like. Mm-hmm. And he has like a personality on him. I, I really I continue. I had a crush on him, but I continue to really like Tino. He's fantastic. Seems like a stand up guy. And I have to tell you, when they were having their one on one date, one on one in France, um, there was a moment where they were sitting like at a cafe together and they kind of have this energy where like they give each other a little bit of shit and mm-hmm. then they're quiet. And then that they have pretty intense sexual chemistry. I don't know. I am still not sure about his kissing. I know you have I that about really, the kissing. I really every time when they kiss, I there's something in me that goes mm, something. And I I remember I said this before, and I maintain it. I think that he's not going to get it, go all the way because I think that there is something just slightly off in their sexual chemistry. Okay, see, I feel like the kissing may be a little off. I think they both feel like super hotties towards each other but, but i feel like there's that tension maybe maybe yeah, once it gets it. to the kissing but like when they're looking at each other Must there's like both it's hotties like heat. it's like heat between the they're two both of them hotties. Like, but it's different from who's the guy she was on the date with last week why can't i remember his Zach. name thank you so, wow i didn't i would never have guessed that was his name i did not remember <laughs> it at all but with zach like i feel like there's more of that which we actually talk about this on tuesday's episode i feel like there's more chemistry with zach whereas with tino and rachel i feel like it's two hotties it's two hotties seeing each other as two hotties yes i see the hottie in you and you see the hottie in you recognizes the hottie in me that is too funny that's what i feel like that's that's what i'm picking up on yeah the yeah. hottie in me recognizes the hottie in you <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. and what i i see that is different from like zach or with jason and gabby yes where there is chemistry there mm-hmm. is like oh i just kind of want to keep like Ooh, seeing where this goes oh, it's yeah. a little different like you know yeah you ever been with someone and they're like hot and like the hottie in me recognizes the hottie in you oh, yeah. we're gonna make out we're gonna have fun but it's not quite as intoxicating yes you're not you're not maybe and there's maybe that, that safety that isn't there as much like we can talk mm-hmm. about anything and i'm mm-hmm. comfortable talking about anything mm-hmm. with you like mm-hmm. i'm hot for you mm-hmm. but 
that's maybe kind of where it lands. You're a good mm-hmm. person and I'm hot for you. Mm-hmm. I think that can be confusing. Do you think Zach's her guy? I do. I think Zach's her guy too. Nate and Tino, baby. Nate and Tino. They are, and, and I feel like they are sitting Tino up because, by the way, beautiful church dinner for their oh, one Oh, you mean the gorgeous cathedral? I'm like, what is this? Do you remember Abbey? La Quinta? Yeah. <laughs> The freaking catering tables they had these people on, like, oh god! I swear, the bachelor, the the bachelor owes Tasha a cathedral dinner, okay? Because those rooms, no, no. Oh my god! Do you remember when they put Claire on the date where they had the cardboard castle, the Romeo and Juliet one, was, <laughs> where I could have done this to the cardboard that, castle when it tipped over? That was VBS vibes. Like that was they 100% remember how the kids came in and sang the anti-Clayton uh-huh. song for Alec those kids, kids made set that up set. the, the VBS they did a Romeo damn good job <laughs> they killed it they really did um and yeah now they meanwhile yeah now they're in Westminster freaking Abbey which was it was absolutely beautiful but yeah I really feel like they're teeing up Tino like he looks like a great guy you're setting they're setting up that moment and you're you're seeing these moments of her saying like Rachel said some things that were letting on to, I don't remember exactly and I didn't write it down, but she said some things where she was like, oh, I, she, you know, she was like, I wasn't sure like last week, but like, I know that I'm like supposed to be here now. And I've never, oh, she said, I've never felt so sure of like giving someone mm-hmm. a rose. So I really feel like they're going to build us up to be like Tino's it's her gonna man. It's going to be Tino and they're going to do the, the one, two swap And he's going to be, yeah, he, they're going to give us the old, yeah, the well, old bait and switch. I thought that their conversation was fantastic. Yeah, I did too. You know, um, I, th- I loved the conversation where she was talking about her career yeah. and explaining that to him and like yeah. what that's looked like in her past and her fears and then him asking, like, do you want a family? Or is that, like, a deal breaker for you? She's like, no, I want it. He's like, okay, good, because I want it. And then they communicated. And then when he was sharing about his parents and how they're both working parents yeah. and they were partners and made it work, I was feeling inspired. I was yeah. like, you know, as yeah. we're, we're both in, in relationships where it's like two, both parents work. Yeah. And you're like, yes, the, child yeah. felt, the children felt seen yeah. and they were partners. This yeah. is good. It was a great conversation. Yeah. I thought it was good. And, and I feel um, like it's a it's a big it's an important topic to be conversing. Oh, about. also it was so, you know, and you know America's heart melted when he was like, is that a deal breaker about her wanting a family? And she's like, no, he's like, well, I was just actually nervous cuz like that's something I really want and like you didn't want that too. He's so sweet. He's, so he's sweet. just a sweetie. I really like him a lot. Sweet and charming. I think they will break him as the bachelor. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, don't even say it. I so. do kind of see like if it was the two guys, like I do kind of feel like Tino would be the Rachel in the situation yeah. and Nate would kind of be more of the Gabby. Yeah. I just I I, I pictured him as the bachelor and I already pic- pictured him like Matt James with like his head in his hand being like, I don't know, you know, just being totally wrapped put like, through the ringer, just like, I don't know what to do. Like that's <sighs> yeah. Maybe we love Nate and Tino so much that we say don't accept the <laughs> offer. <laughs> don't accept the offer. I think Nate would do really well as the bachelor, yeah. though. I think that I don't think he would get like broken kind of in the same way. Mm-hmm. I, I think they would break Tino. I think it would it would be kind of Colton, Tino! Matt James, hell, hell on Earth. I mean, can you think of a bachelor, though, in the past five years that it hasn't been hell on Earth for? No. No. Terrible. Clayton, hell on Earth. Matt James, hell on Earth. Peter? Peter. Oh, hell on earth. But Peter, 
Peter's got the personality where he can handle it. That's I do feel that way about Peter. Peter bounces like, back. <laughs> Peter bounces back. Like that's what I got to say about that. I mean, guy. All, all of them have bounced. They're all. I mean, they, I, mean I mean, Clayton look, and Matt have been very open about like the traumatic. Yeah, but oh no, they're 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 they have their girls. They're doing well, yeah. but. Peter, I mean, he bounced back even in that season. Let's not forget how many girls that he was with on that season. Well, he doesn't just bounce back. He just bounces. Well, T, we need to have Bachelor in the city. We're talking. They're going to come on. The yeah. yeah. We've got to have them on. Um, it's a nightmare with his pilot schedule. I want to ask him because the rumor is that he had, um, I don't know if it was a psychic on, on their podcast, but someone was telling him on their podcast that like he will fault like reconnect with a past relationship and apparently he hadn't been following kelly and he started following her again and i'm like oh, these two are always on Pete, again off again we got the message and pete started following her again and you know my heart and then and then um apparently pete was gonna was considering going uh on bachelor in paradise what i love pete about pete i yeah I, I think he i i like all those bachelors actually that we named to be honest mm-hmm. um but I do have a special place in my heart for Pete because he he just he just does him, you he know. Really he does. just does him, and he can kind of survive any kind of nuclear emotional warfare. And you're and then you're just kind of you're on the other side of it, and you just keep on keeping on. Love us some sweetnums. That's that's kind of sweetnums and Peter's vibe. Like they feel it in the moment, and they're so like, oh, yes. And then it's over, and you're on to the next thing. And they, you know what? They have each other. They've gotten that. They, they have they each other. Family. They're family, baby. They got family. They got family. <laughs> I love Pete. love them. I love the Webbers. God, <laughs> all of them. So anyway, <sighs> Pete got put definitely through hell on earth, but he made it out just fine. No, no scorching on his part. Before him, Colton. I mean, it's just oh, it's God. been just nightmare, 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 nightmare after. And before Colton, uh, Ari. Oh God! What a nightmare! Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's too much. Okay. Anyway, but they would break Tino. But I would lo- love him, and I would love him as the Bachelor. So a thousand percent. Moving along. That moving was along. a segue. Um, we do should we take do, a, yeah. a quick pause? Um, broads. I live and die by the skincare mantra that sunscreen needs to be applied liberally and often, like all the time. The only problem is a lot of sunscreen leaves you feeling sticky or smelling like you just came back from the wave pool at your local water park. I spent years looking for the perfect everyday sunscreen that can be reapplied multiple times a day, but also does its job in protecting my skin from those harmful UV rays. And I finally found the perfect one. And of course, it's by a brand we already love so much, Native. Okay, there's a lot of reasons to love Native sunscreen, but we can start with the fact that it goes on more or less invisibly. So after it's rubbed in, you don't feel any greasy residue, no oily sheen. It's just lightweight. It's easy to blend and it leaves a matte finish. Zero streaking. It's perfect on all skin tones. It has a broad spectrum, a 30 SPF mineral coverage. It's also made with natural ingredients, of course, avocado oil, vitamin E, good for you, and also certified eco-friendly. Native sunscreen is available in all the scents of summer, like coconut and pineapple or even rosé, but I've actually been using the unscented one for my everyday use. Yeah, I like that too. Um, I swear broads of all the sunscreens I've tried and there have been a lot. Native is the one I keep coming back to. It keeps my skin protected all day long, but it goes on so seamlessly. It's like, I don't even know what's on. Protect your skin with Native's mineral-based sunscreens. Go to nativedeo.com slash chatty20 or use promo code chatty20 at checkout to get 20% off your first order. So that's nativedeo.com 
dot com slash chatty 20 or use promo code chatty 20 at checkout for 20 percent off your first order native deo.com slash chatty 20 or use promo code chatty 20 okay bras it's getting hot in here so gonna turn on turn the, on the air AC, baby before we get hot in this episode oh because my God. this shit starts heating up yep. big time Okay, so that's that. Love the day with Tina. Love the day with Jason. All that. Yes, and and Rachel was doing great because she had a fantastic date with Tino. So producers say, "Oh, you're starting to feel better now. Let's bring it on to Gabby. You're loving France. It's time for you to go into the box. Welcome to hell." (laughs) <laughs> the mic drops down, Jesse Palmer. Welcome to hell. But in, but in French, so they don't know what, no one knows what he's saying. <laughs> he's like saying in French, we're here to torture Bonjour. you. We're going to chew you up and spit you out of this goddamn cruise ship. Yeah, they have Get no idea. They're just like, They're like, yay. Everyone's clapping. Um, yeah, so... This this was this was definitely a setup, right? They told the guys, no, now's not the time. No, now's not the time. It had right? to have been because also when she walked in, by the way, I don't know if you saw this meme. It was making me laugh so hard. <laughs> Did you see the yes. meme yeah, where it said, it says, Rachel says, none of the guys are coming and talk to, talking to me. And it says what the, like guys, what the guys see. see. And it's just this bright, blinding, like, <laughs> set light. That's the thing, right? So the way that they brought her in, she's brought in next to Gabby. The men are on the other side. You know that they were like, even if, okay, I'll say this. Maybe none of the guys took the initiative to go to producers and say, can I please get some one-on-one time? No, I'm sure they did, and I'm sure they said, no, now's not the time, babes. Probably. Now's not the time. Even even if that, though, even if they didn't do the initiative. I mean, you know that the producers were like, okay, you guys are going to stand here, and then we'll usher you off And you're going to watch the show. You're here to watch the show. Cheer on the guys. Have fun. Mm Mm-mm. Field trip. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and also they were freaking boxing up there. Like there was a lot happening. It was wild. Distracting. It was wild. And so this whole <laughs> time, Rachel is <laughs> distraught. Distraught. I, I, I can totally understand what she was feeling, though. Just being like, I'm trying to look at them and look like no one's like even glancing over at me. I would be so out of body being like, I haven't seen you guys in like four days. And you know that feeling, too, right? Of like trying to make eye contact. And you're like, bro, none of these nine guys are trying to glance at me. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, horrible. Horrible. Can't but again, explain that one it's away. Been maybe like the bright lights. Four, you know, maybe four days since they've seen her, if well, not more. If not more, because remember whoever was saying like, dude, I haven't seen them in like a week. Well, then think about this. So she's feeling, haven't seen them in like a week, right? And on top of it, the last time you all saw me, you saw what I had to go through at the rose ceremony and no one is going out of their way. And I have to listen to these men proclaim their love to sweet Gabby, my friend. It, I mean, it's truly horrible yeah, she's like wow wish some of my guys would talk to me like that <sighs> i mean i get it girl when she leaned in after nate said all those things and she looked and she was being such a good friend and she leaned in and she's like it's really amazing that he notices all those little things about you that's big and you know her heart was just <laughs> oh my god horrible being such a good friend i know <sighs> dude i know and they're showing it's us awful. itms of her to try to make it like I was seeing people like posting stuff like it's not about you, Rachel. This is Gabby. It's like, okay, I understand that. But also you're seeing a certain edit. She is being a good friend to Gabby. She's telling her this is amazing for you. But she's also struggling because she's going through all this shit. It's a nightmare. I know. A nightmare. 
I know. <laughs> so it's sad. So, so after <laughs> this. <laughs> Oh my god, I want to talk about sad. They decided to do this group date with her. The art of romance date. Well, but oh, before what? that, but what? she what shows up and talks to the guys. Oh. oh She's yeah. still her in her con- boxing, her, her little Lululemon outfit. And she goes and tells the guys, like, what you did really hurt my feelings. <laughs> and then isn't she, didn't she just storm right out, too? Yeah. And the guys are all sitting there, like, wringing their hands together. By the way, it's like she's already in a relationship with every one of them and she's like pissed at all of them already. It's so funny. It's like they're already all dating. Well, and you know that, again, this this had to have been we don't see what's going on behind the scenes, because like you said, we see Zach being like, what the last time we saw Rachel was, I guess, at the rose ceremony. And then Logan's like, well, technically tonight. And they all kind of laughed. I mean, come on. <laughs> Wait, but let's now talk about their date, the art of romance date. Oh my god. By the way, the the, the challenges they had to do, the flirting challenge, you tell someone to go up in front of everybody and flirt with someone. Can I read to you what I wrote? Yes. Uh as they entered in. Yes. Scene. The men finally walk into a parlor room with a couple kissing in a form that might not fully be defined as making out because it felt too dry and birdish. The men are forced to stare upon this dry lip pecking session as these two lovers seem unfazed and unaware of their presence. When they walked in, it was, I, Boris and Flora are burned into my brain for eternity. I was lucky to be writing down some things in my notes. (laughs) You, you went to the Moulin Rouge. These men were forced to gaze upon this couple. And then be humiliated in front of the couple after. The flirting. Oh, I mean, come on, though. I think they also cut out some guys who did a decent job, right? Yeah, we didn't see a few of them. We didn't see Avon. We didn't see Logan. What would you have done for flirting? Not what they did. (laughs) (laughs) Zach grabs her. He's like, well, we did it, but not well. I would would do some dumb acting thing where I would be like standing, you know, or something or like walking by and I'd be like, I know what I would do. I would like do something or I'd be like bump into them or something. And I like pretend to pick something up and be like, hey, did you drop this? And be like. Hey, oh, and I I'd like, like that. do that kind of thing. And I, 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 I would I would act out an encounter. Yes. Right. So I'd try to set the scene in my head, be like, we're passing by on this. Or maybe I would say that. OK, we're passing by on a busy street. Right. And then actually bump into it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like. Oh, like, hey, the I love up, your the look. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Oh, hey, exactly. Oh. And then be like, <laughs> I, I love your shirt and be like, it just I don't know. Your eye, your eyes are like. It just really makes them pop or something like that. Like, I hope you have a wonderful day. I feel flustered. And then you walk away, you know, like that. I would do something like that. I would would have to set a scene. Yes. Yes. That's what I would do. Not just grab them. Jordan was like, kiss me now. And she's like, no. I'm like, oh, my God. You guys, this is not flirting. Grabbing someone and dancing with them. I saw her laugh. And whoever said, who was the guy who, who did the worm? Or whatever. Oh, you mean how he crawled on the ground? Oh, yeah, the crawl. Oh, yeah, no, the tiger thing. No, Ethan said, like, at least she was laughing. That's a cry. That's laughter to conceal crying. That's what (laughs) was happening with the hug. That's what happened with the cat. All of those, she was laughing. 
and inside she was dying. She was like, oh my God, what is going on? I hate this. I do have to say, Ethan, shout out to Ethan. The man has fire TikTok content and he was he was posting himself watching that. It's hilarious. He's fantastic. I mean, even his was far better than Jordan's weird hugging and kissing. Like that was awful. He like like, grabbed her. Oh no, no, no. I would be actually pissed off with like some of those. I'd be pissed. I'd be like, since when do you think like that's even romantic? Like much less flirting like you think that i like that like i don't i'd be pissed and then proper piss and then the make out with the hand okay makeout? that was just uh that was just humiliation public humiliation <laughs> it was just publicly humiliating i think again i would do something joking where i think i would kiss my hand and i'd be like you want to take this like i would talk to my hand and be like you want to take this like to the other and then room? just start dry and then, humping her <laughs> <laughs> and then putting her on my dick be like this is yeah this is what i would do i would take the hand and i would go how about we move down here (laughs) just gently pushing her head down to my crotch (laughs) can you imagine your reaction to that Everyone's just like even Boris and Flora, like (laughs) and then the armpits. I actually liked the armpit one. (laughs) I kind of liked it too because I kind of would like to smell the armpits. And again, this kind of goes back to your blind thing of like whose pheromones am I picking up on? Who am I kind of like? Ooh, yes. And then I you know take off the blindfold and I'm like I got to give them more of a chance. You Mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. thought that was a good one. I I I didn't hate it. Now I don't. I wouldn't want to smell random men's armpits. Jess, can you imagine if you were one of the contestants? Can you imagine the anxiety? Oh no. If I was on Ari season and I had to go up with my armpit to his nose like on just any <laughs> random moment can you imagine jess i would be humiliated this is post the flirting test and the makeout where you know you're drenched in sweat because you're so embarrassed so you're already just d- dripping in sweat down there and then you have to go bring your armpit up to their nose and then when she smelled not right. meatballs and she was like that's interesting and he goes oh no not that don't do that don't do that he was making me laugh it's a I meatball know. revolution i love him and it's a meatball <laughs> revolution yeah i mean that was sad though that whole thing was sad it was so but sad. she said but she said actually she but like i think things must have been cut out and all that and then of course they had the poem the poem though i think is what made her she was like finally That's some words of affirmation from these men and then sweet tyler mouse tyler with his I wrote this last night, which I believe him. But he has little, his sweet poem that he had written the night before that he was Not planning good, on showing. But sweet, inter- but sweet, but sweet. <laughs> effort. Yes. And that's all she wanted. She and wanted to feel like the people were thinking of her and putting in effort. She wanted her. to be seen by these people who were just God bless in their, their section of the gorgeous Virgin Atlantic, you know, cruise ship just drinking by the way, all day. That cruise ship looks amazing. You mean the cruise ship? When they said that there was a tattoo parlor on there, I'm like, oh, bitch. I'd get off that boat covered head to toe in tats. I'm so bored in there. I'm just Drunk like every night, just going to the buffet, then straight to the yeah. tattoo parlor. Put, put fucking put a Rachel's face right here. Put a fucking ooh, Gabby's ooh, face ooh. right and, here. And anchor. We're on a cruise ship. An anchor. An yeah. anchor. Put 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 a rose over my crotch. Jesse Palmer on my back. 
<laughs> Love it. One of the producers on your arm. Yeah. Uh, I thought that cruise ship looked bomb. Not surprising, though, because Virgin with their flights was is amazing. I don't think they I think they merged with JetBlue or something. It's it was but. stunning. It was it's 10 out of 10. And like they were saying, this is so much better than the mansion. Oh, yeah. And I was like, best believe I I feel you, my man. Uh-huh. Not the trash mansion. It's TikTok content I've got to make today. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so. Um, yeah, so. Sort So, yeah, they did their note thing. Yeah, and then he can't. Poor Tyler, though. He's just the epitome of little brother energy. He's gotten friend zone very hard to, for her, I have to say. I felt like with Tyler, I was feeling. I was feeling mixed feelings as far as their vibe went because on one hand, he is just such an angel. And she wants the attention. And she's like, he's like Prince Charming vibe. Like yeah. he's like she said, he's saying all the right things. I think things. he's going to fall in love on the beach. Oh, I hope so. Because I wrote down, I'm like, I feel like he's going to get his heart broken big time. Even though, he like he said, further. he'd rather have his heart broken and feel that love. No, that was cute. That was so sweet. But when she was saying to him, um, you know, oh my gosh, I see myself in you. That's when I was right away like, oh no. Little brother mentor. <laughs> or like just best friend vibe yeah. instead. But he's, he, Evan and I were both like, this man is going to make an amazing partner for someone. Yeah. An amazing partner. Yeah. I just hope he doesn't get his heart broken. Yeah. I, I think he'll go home sooner than later. Yeah. He might go to hometown. I was going to say, I bet she gets rid of him third, keeps him in top four because he gives, he's so kind he's and loving. He's before fantasy suites. Yeah. For shame. Damn. How many Hopefully are they each down to after this week? Seven? Yes. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, she's going to be down one. Who? Oh Is there anything God. else to note of the after? Well, uh, I mean, what happens after the but, Tyler? But it was just Tyler. Yeah. After or, the in Tyler. Terms of cute conversations before then hell. Logan has a chat with old JP at the bar. JP lit up like someone from the pit of hell. Way that that light was hitting him, it was so ominous. It was like I'm like, am I watching The Godfather? I didn't notice that, but that's hilarious. It was like the light he had. Oh. One half of his face was not lit, and the other half was like a blaring light. Like they got out of their beds at like three in the morning, uh-huh. and he was like, "Hey Jesse, I gotta talk to you about something." And Jesse's like, "Come here, son." That was the vibe. And I love, by the way, how Logan's ta- talking to him and Jesse says, uh, well, you know what you did last week with the rules of the rose. You accepted the rose, which means, you know, you're you're with Rachel. And I'm a little bit like, do they know that, though? Because see- seems to me, as we said last week, changing every week. Yeah. So does he know Things that might really? be a little misrepresented? Uh huh. I just. Oh. I can't believe it. And and like I said, neither one of them are that into him. It doesn't seem we haven't seen him much with either one. But it is going to absolutely destroy Rachel. Yes. What what were your thoughts on it? Logan was getting a lot of heat at this during this episode. What are your thoughts on I feel neutral towards Logan. Whatever, dude. I mean, like like you said, producers are going to be stopping him from having a conversation with either one until they feel like it's going to cause it's maximum drama, uh-huh. obviously. The heart wants what it wants. I, they haven't had that much time with either of these women. Let's be real. They've spent max, max one hour with each. 
Yeah. Max, dude. They were saying they haven't seen each other since last rose ceremony, whatever. You get a snippet of time here, a snippet of time there. He hasn't had a one-on-one with each. Mm-hmm. Maximum, I'm telling you, maximum an hour with each woman, if that. That's not enough time to decide. And like you said, he saw Gabby. He got butterflies seeing her. What are you going to do? I feel like I'm going to get heat for this, but the way that I feel in this situation, do I think Loki... Okay, I'll say this. Okay. Logan is red flag city to me. Oh, okay. Um, For sure. Not great. Okay. Red flag. Let's take him out of the yeah, equation. I don't, want, I don't want my bestie dating him, but no. let's just talk about the situation. No, but let's just, talk about the scenario. Let's, take, let's just say it's another random dude. It's not Logan. This is the situation. So let's say it's Tyler. Right. Let's say it's Tyler. I just felt like it's so clear, like we were saying, that producers are not letting him have these conversations to have this drama I have, I do have a problem with the fact that he said that at the uh, cocktail party, he was looking forward to telling Gabby to see how she reacted and then him going from there. Oh, so I sure. was like, okay. is this man about to ask Gabby if she's, a, he, if she's into him? And then if she says no, he's going to go back to Rachel. If that's the case, bye-bye forever, sure. right? I also think, dude, you need to talk to Rachel and then talk to Gabby. Yes. Not his priority is talking to yeah. Gabby. Not right. the right thing no. to do. Dude. Yes. yes, 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 yes. This yes. is where some character shows up that. where you're like, nah, you got to You got to yeah, have the uncomfortable conversation. But. And so when he accepted the rose, I was like, oh, dude, you're the villain. This is now the villain. You're the villain. You just made yourself the villain. But when I felt like we kept seeing him say, I feel horrible. I'm stressed out. I think what we're seeing is it's. In those words that he's not being allowed to maybe do what he wants. Yes, to do. because here's the thing. He's interested in yeah, when you talk about accepting the rose, he's obviously interested in Gabby. Yes, we know that. He's talking to the host about it. Yes, we know that. I do not be- I believe that if he would have the opportunity to speak to I someone, one of the leads about this mm-hmm. for the rose ceremony, he absolutely would. He's not being allowed to. It's going to maximize drama to have him talk and do it next. That's week. the thing. I see people saying how, why the heck is this guy talking to Jesse Palmer instead of Rachel? It's like, you guys, he he's Dude, not being allowed. A, this is a reality TV show. He's not being allowed. He's being allowed to talk Clear to Clear communication to, is discouraged well, on I mean, the show like there this. There are some things that we see clearly, like actual footage of Hayden referring to the women as bitches. Oh, sure. Right? Sure, sure, there's sure. that type sure. of stuff. And then there's this where you go, I got some problems with the, the cards he's playing, but also I think there's a big piece that we're missing. When someone when something hinges on the opportunity for someone to even interact with someone, keep in mind the producing. That's what I'll say. Now, now if they're in a conversation and they're omitting something with someone, that's a different I situation. I was about to say, I am holding my opinions yeah. on Logan until next week. Yes, 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 me too. Because if he's gonna go fake it with Rachel on some little like group date uh-huh. or whatever and you know flirt it up with her and then go to talk to Gabby after or whatever then that's going to seal if we my see opinion. him if we see him uh doing pulling those moves next week then I'm gonna be like no 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 no, no. but I want to wait yeah. before I get angry because yeah. I feel like there's these missing parts also like you said the man has probably talked to both of them for about 30 minutes worth of time. Oh, yeah. So how is he... I mean, you're Switching trying to make... sides, I don't, don't take any and issue with that. And then also, I do feel like he, from the top, was kissing and flirting with both of them and wasn't hiding it mm-hmm. and then had to make a That's quick true. call. That's true. 
when one was offered him a rose. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so you just kind of, yeah. So I I'm agree. a little bit like, I agree well, with that. I agree with that. I don't know. Okay. Let's talk about Hayden. So th- those are my, that's what I'm saying. Don't fucking come for me. I don't know what he's about to do. We'll yeah. just see. We'll I'm, I'm holding I'm reserving my on opinion, screen my next opinion. week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is it unflattering? Yes. Like I said. Is, do I hate him right now? No. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, what enrages me watching it was the production energy behind it where you're trying to clearly get totally to make Rachel miserable. Now, let's talk about Hayden. Let's talk about Hayden. Okay. So, uh, Rose or cocktail party. Yeah. Rachel sits down with Hayden. Yeah. And now what I'm feeling confused about okay. is that we saw a clip of him telling the camera that his ex doesn't hold a candle or that yes. they don't hold a candle to his ex. Who, he doesn't even know how any of these men would want to be with either of them. And then he's saying, I've done all these things uh, to be no, here sir. with you and made all these sacrifices no, to be here with you. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. I'm like, huh? The math ain't mathin'. You know, obviously to me, when it comes to Precious Rambo, like, Sad. we know how I feel. Like, when he was saying all these things, and of course, when we had our episode the first time and we were talking about Hayden, we had no idea about anything with Rambo and what was going on with him. And obviously, like, that fucking hits me in the chest. Recently lost my sweet dog and it was just devastating i couldn't help but compare it though to even that situation and be like if evan was going on the bachelorette right now and he had just lost boris not to judge how different people express their grief but i cannot imagine evan taking up 45 minutes of his time with a girl who he's getting to know who he doesn't know very well uh-huh. who he's trying to build a connection with showing photos of Boris and talking about Boris for 45 minutes. For me, in that whole situation, yeah. I'm like, I can't... Because, of course, I saw people, too, being like, if you care so much, why would you leave Rambo? Sure. Listen, Classic. I can't judge grief in any so way. Much, if you care, care so much about your kid, why would you leave Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, sure. I can't whatever. judge someone in any way in, like, like how they're, you know, who knows when he signed up for this, whatever, or even him then talking so much about Rambo because he loves him so much. Well, he we did I can't, say Rambo has a couple months to live. I mean, they're potentially leaving for a couple months. Yeah. But again, I'm like, I'm not even, for me, I'm like, I'm not going to go there. Yeah. And then him even talking so much about Rambo, clearly he loves this dog. Sure. And I don't want to take that grief away from anyone. But what I can gauge my opinion off of are the things that he said, which were horrific. And then after he spent a long time with Rachel, I thought Rachel was so present with him and was looking through the photos, asking questions. <laughs> she closed the book when Tina walked up. And then when Tina walked up. But, but I, it seems like they had had a, a, somewhat no, of a that's lengthy what I'm conversation. Saying. They talked a long time. And, and, I'm, and look, grief about the dog aside, you are still, it seemed like the whole conversation was about him. Correct. Which that gets a little exhausting no matter what you're talking about. Correct. If someone's dominating the conversation for 30 minutes... And you're kind of like, okay, like, I understand this is important to you, but like, I, I am trying to get to know you right now. Right. And this isn't actually telling, it's telling me about this thing that you're going through and your dog, but like, I'm not actually getting insight to who you are through this. A thousand percent. And again, you can't help but then go back to what you heard him say at the top of the episode about why would any of the guys want to be with these I hate I hate saying like literally saying what he's saying. It makes my like like blood boil. 
he's saying that and then he's doing this whole thing with her where then he's saying he's wasting her time dude well and he's saying to her well i sure did not like the way that she was not there for me and then is going and telling the guys how no, like no, no. It, this is very telling to me how she just like doesn't care and isn't worth it and, did it, and it's like whoa dude she doesn't know you, and she was present with you. And she doesn't, certainly doesn't know your dog. No. <laughs> and she was being she was being kind and gracious and hearing him. Of course. And guess what? There are a bunch of other guys that she has to talk to. So another guy comes up who she's into, and she's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for sharing. And then she, after a... It's uh, kind of like when you're at the party, which, you know, happens to you, it happens to me too. And someone all of a sudden is taking over your whole night telling you about their divorce. And, you know, it's you want to be there for them, it's hard. Seems like they don't have someone to talk through that. But have a little self awareness that you're taking up my goddamn good good time, my good night with the story about your divorce. And, and then, I don't know you that well. And then if that person were to walk away and say this bitch. and be like this, how dare she? No, 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 it's no, like, no, no, whoa, whoa, no, whoa, no, 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 no. The entitlement. She gave you ex- the entitlement exactly. Exactly. Because she's not giving what exactly the reaction, and that's my thing. Then you're fishing. What were you doing in the? What What was the purpose then? Was the purpose for you to just like be vulnerable about an experience to bond, or was the purpose to try to gain traction in the relationship by having her give you more attention because she feels bad for you? And I'm just like, you so know, to me, those are two different intentions. He posted something, an apology on his Instagram later, and he said that like clearly he wasn't in the right headspace to be going on the show. Which sure, okay, maybe yeah. that's what it was. It's like he's grieving and he's not in the right headspace to go on the show but the the fact of the matter is this like you said what you said and and you did have an entitled ass attitude to like her time and her own response to you and when you are grieving as terrible as it is you then cannot force someone's reaction to be exactly how you want and if it's not exactly how you want then going away and being like they're a terrible person Especially when she was there. Like, she was present. She was looking through an album of photos of the dog. Yes. I thought she was doing the very... I I mean, I thought it was the best... I mean, we've seen countless times on the show before when someone's, like, opening up about their dad getting murdered or something and then they get interrupted and they're like sorry okay we'll talk about it later and then they go on about their merry way they don't make it all about them and it's horrible don't get me wrong but then to then no but also like they that those people realize because of emotional maturity that that's also like part of the show like someone's eventually gonna have to interrupt it's not a reflection on rachel like that's a really emotionally immature immature stance to take is like this bitch didn't even care it's like no she sat with you for 30 minutes going through this scrapbook dude and then she got interrupted by another guy she's not just here to talk to you she is here to talk about other people she was kind she was gracious she did what she could and she moved on to talk about another person like and or talk to another person that's the welcome to the show all i can say is i think hayden should be thanking meatball for the fact that they didn't he didn't stay on longer because i can only imagine the things that would have been said if he would have stayed farther and farther into the process not to mention like okay just skip me oh my god dude it really pissed me off and it was also a funny moment when she confronted him and she was like she you know she's hearing this from the other guys right she's like what the fuck rightfully yeah. so well, by the way meatball we find out that there are things that we haven't seen yeah, apparently where he's saying he said vulgar things comparing his ex and rachel's oh, breasts yeah, br- and then also that he said, uh, I don't trust these bitches. Yeah, no. Now, let's be let's be real. Did we hear those things no. on record? 
No, but from what we the saw, the context of what we've seen him say on camera, where we're like, why is he saying that on camera? Imagine what he's saying crazy. when the camera's off. I know. I trust Meatball. Yeah, they've also spent like hours. Uh, I just, from experience, they've spent like 24 to 36 hours traveling with no cameras or mics on them. Mm. So a lot of shit happens down mm-hmm. in that time on vans, on planes, on planes yeah. in airports. Like you have countless time where you're just shooting the shit where you're not being recorded. Mm-hmm. I will say that. So a lot of conversations could take place. And yeah, we saw how we talked on camera. You know, it's interesting that you say that. I feel like the in-house drama has been so intense the past two years and they never left the traveling. house. The cameras That's are true. always there. Maybe there's more interesting. Yeah, right. maybe, maybe. But um, yeah, so so anyway, when she's like, yeah, I need to talk to you. Okay, someone on TikTok made a, a comment where I, I thought they made a good point. They were like, I don't like this game of him like guessing what she's mad about. Because she kind of did come up and was like, you know, like... You, you know, I need to talk to you. Oh, they didn't she, like how Rachel said that? Yeah, because she was sort of like, what, why, why, why do you think I'm mad at you? And he's like, well, I'm guessing it's about this. And she was like, no. It, she she kind of did string him along a little bit. And I was like, I, I sort of do get that. Like, I hear you. But I after I find out that someone said that about me to other people, I'd be like. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it, too. I, I was sort of I, I understood their point, though, like, just be direct. But but it still was astonishing when she said you could see it on his face, too, that he was fucking lying. I've watched that clip back a number of times where she goes, oh. like, whatever. I need to talk to you about something like what? And he's like, what do you need to talk about? And he's like, she's like, you don't know what I'm. Yeah, I, I, I do get what they're saying, because he's like, what do you want to talk about? And she's like, you don't know what I want to talk to you about right now. And he's like, no. And then she's like, you don't know. Like, it kind of was this little bit of a game. OK, I get that. Whatever. But then he goes, I'm assuming when he said, I'm assuming it's about Rambo. He's fucking lying. You could see it. I have the clip on my TikTok. You can see it on his face. He's like, I'm assuming it's about Rambo. And, you know, that's bullshit. He knows that's bullshit as he's saying it. Yes. You can see it on his face. So he's like, I'm assuming it's about Rambo. And she goes, about the dog. And she's just absolutely flabbergasted. She's just like, about the dog. And he's like, he's just like taken aback and then launches into his little thing of like, well, it didn't even seem like you cared or whatever. I mean, it was astonishing to me. It like you said, it was so clear watching it that he was lying the whole time. And then, of course, we we know when he says, I would never say, I would never compare you, oh especially God. in front of the men. And you're like, my guy, we have your roll, roll the, the tapes. tapes. <laughs> roll the tapes. Don't oh do that. God, dude. If you're good, listen, bro. Like, this is the moment where then you just own up to it because then you're just don't double down and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. For real. Yeah. Just no. go, you know what? It's true. I shouldn't <sighs> be here. And then just, like, just hit it. Uh, look at his, he's got a smug look. I just want to show you this clip real quick because he has this smug. When she goes, okay, just going to show you. And I was dying. But but when he goes, she goes, do you know why I'm talking to you right now? And he goes, no, Rachel, I don't know. I'm like, ew. No, it was no. gross, it was, dude. It was gross. It was it was just, it was not good. And like I said, like, I, I, I couldn't, I texted you and I was like, I'm just like literally baffled that here we are in 2022 
and a man bold faced is like has a camera in his face and is referring to women as bitches. No, I like know. I couldn't not believe. I know. And then and yeah. And then and then of course when all right, so they have their thing, he's like, yeah, he's denying it, whatever, he gets booted. And then when he she, gets booted, he's just continues to double down and it was like well you know maybe i'll find someone actually where he's essentially being like maybe one day i'll find someone worthwhile you're like oh god i'm like maybe you're your head out of your ass i mean like yeah, go if, back to your ex seems like she's got the best boobies and better oh than god. both of them so you crawl back to her i can i i couldn't i, I truly couldn't believe it i truly could not and you said you felt it. like you didn't see a lot of people giving him shit online I didn't. Or not to the uh, extent that you figured. I just, I, I, you know, I watched the episode the next day. Yeah. And I, listen, I am never, I, I am not a proponent of like ever sure. like going on someone's page see, and harassing them. But when you see pages that go hard. Memes. I'm talking about memes. Well, where and everyone, also when you see memes and people who go, normally go really hard against people and then you're like, they're not going hard against well, him. Well, I just strange. didn't really know that this was to the extent it was because I watched it the next day, but I was looking at all like the memes beforehand. And so I was just aghast because I didn't know that this had gone down. And so I'm like, no, I'm never, n- never a proponent, like, no, like no, no. going into someone's space and coming at them. No. no, but normally like, I don't know. I just, I just didn't feel like I was seeing the level that I thought I, know I what you would, mean, especially when you're seeing it for other guys, and you're just kind of like, "Oh, interesting." Like I was thrown, I was thrown in every which way. And if you don't think he'll be on Paradise, you're wrong. Do you think Rambo will show up? Oh, I hope sweet Rambo will show up. <laughs> I hope I Rambo's mean, look, okay. I, hope- I, I really didn't see a lot of like, like you said, memes or heat for him online either. I didn't really see a lot of that. And I didn't think it was interesting because, yeah, I thought he was pretty acted pretty atrociously. It was atrocious. Yeah, pretty gross. It was horrible. Also, but he oh. will be touching sand. Of course he will. Also, though, do you think that uh, do you think it's also maybe because people don't like like Rachel as much? Hmm. That's so terrible if that's the case. I know, but I also kind of wonder. It's just like I yeah, see I everyone constantly like writing for Gabby and like I. You know, and I just wonder, like, I sort of wonder what if that scenario with Hayden, like that exact scenario played out with Gabby. Well, people because people were pretty we pissed about the rough around the edges thing. That's very true. And we're and very upset at Jacob. Right. Very upset at Jacob. And I honestly felt like both of those things didn't really compare to the stuff that Hayden said After. or how he acted on this episode. No. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's just that that is just so it, that's just so telling of you have two wonderful women. It's just so telling of like what happens when you have two leads where you're like inevitably like like they said, they even they even labeled their sections as Team Gabby and Team mm-hmm. Rachel. Also, I think it's just like it was just again bizarre to me that he's ragging on both of them talking shit on both of them it's like what? and then expecting behind the scenes and then one expecting it's not going to get back around to anybody just run in his mouth and two then not only just playing it up with rachel but then expecting certain treatment from her yikes Bye-bye. Issues with women. Bye-bye. Work through it, buddy. Work through Bye-bye. it. You got some issues with women. I love, by the way, I don't know if you saw um, Gabby post. She was like, said something about like, you know, and tagged Rachel and was just like, you're my favorite forever. I love you, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, boys are dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, boys hopefully, listen, I'm hoping that, I mean, 
it looks like next week. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. It looks like next week Rachel is having a date with Avon, who I also have high I'm hopes about that. for. I know. I hope that that'll that'll make things better for Rachel. I, he seemed wonderful he in seems their like brief such a Romeo. moment. So he seems like so romantic, so handsome. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe this guy. Okay, we'll we'll see. We'll I just see. hope at least it brightens her week. Me too, because Becca. I can't tell because it's like, well, the editing. I have a feeling that when Logan comes to Gabby or Rachel, whoever he speaks to first, she's gonna tell him to get the fuck. That up Rachel's off. gonna tell him to like kick rocks. But it made it look like he was you mean Gabby. Mo- Sorry, oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So I think Gabby's gonna tell him to kick rocks when he tries to then come over to her side. But it looked like they were like, oh, Logan's now on our side. I'm like, does she say? You can stay, and does he then transfer to her side of I mean, the boat? Certainly possible. I just imagine Gabby being like, "You hurt, you hurt Rachel, out of here." Yeah, but, but maybe he doesn't hurt Rachel in the process. Maybe he goes, maybe he goes about it well, and he talks. Maybe to he talks to Rachel, and he's just like, "This has got to be so devastating." But like, I just really, and in which case, it's like. What, is she going to be like, no, you can't pursue, like, the other person? Like, Rachel's probably going to be really hurt, but she's probably going to be like, I think ultimately, like, it's up to her. And, like, honestly, I don't know. I mean, it could go down this way where she's like, honestly, like, we haven't had a super strong connection. And, like, it hurts to feel like you accepted my rose, like, just to get to Gabby. But, like, it's not like you and I have something. So, you know, like... If she's interested you can in try. me, I give my blessing Maybe. kind of thing. Like, it could go down like because that. That's the only reason way I could see Gabby kind of being, being into like, it. Being, like, sure. But, I mean, that kind of, like, I could see that scenario playing out. Because we saw, too, we see Rachel talking to Gabby, and she's like, well, this is just humiliating. But she's not crying in it. I mean, like I said, I don't I think don't either know. girls really give that much of a shit about Logan. Yeah. I thought at first they did. I thought he was going to be top. Yeah. But... Yeah, first night he looked pretty good. If he does transfer to Gabby's side that will be drama I think the guys are not going to be stoked. I don't think it'll last long no I don't think so either it'll be and like it'll a one might be stint. a good moment where all the guys on Rachel's side kind of rally for her you know where That's they're true. like this is fucked up and they this might kind of like embrace her in that process and she might feel a little bit better about the whole situation I'm thinking <sighs> positive I love it. I like the positive attitude, baby, because you know we need a positive attitude after this episode. My God. Can't wait for it. It was was an episode I enjoyed. It was good. I like the season. I like it. I like the double leaping. I'm not going to lie. Drama film. Nate and Tino for For Bachelors. Please, please, Team please, teammate. please, 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 please. Yay. All right, Broads. Well, um, make sure to tune in for the bros tomorrow. And then on Tuesday, check out the episode <laughs> with Best First Date Eric. And, uh, and his we'll, girlfriend, Allie, pops in. It's and really fun. yes, love Allie. And uh, we'll chat soon. Chat soon. Bye.